The opinions expressed on this show are those of the host or guest and don't necessarily represent those of DDP Yoga. Consult your physician before beginning any exercise program. This is the Team DDP Yoga Experience with your host, Ross Raymond. Hey, and welcome to this week's show. This is the show that introduces you to the members of Team DDP Yoga. Now, please make sure you share this podcast with somebody new or somebody who's curious about DDP Yoga or anyone who needs inspiration and motivation. Let's hope it leads to perspiration. Now, as we get later in the year, everyone's lives seem to get busy, and this is the kind of time I think we really need to make sure we keep focused on our goals and stay on track. So today's guest is the perfect person to help us bring everything into perspective. He's a former WWE wrestler, former TNA wrestler, and although he may have some physical limitations, he can still do some of the craziest high-flying moves I have ever seen. Zach Gowan joins me this week as he drives home from a speaking engagement. Zach, thanks so much for joining me, and let's start by talking about your story and how you discovered DDP Yoga. Well, sure. Uh, what makes my story unique, and thank you for having me on, Ross, and I appreciate any, any opportunity I, I, or any platform that I get to help uh, carry my message, you know. Uh, so I appreciate you uh, and your interest in me and my story as it, as it pertains to DDP Yoga, but it all starts with professional wrestling. Um, I love wrestling. got me through a lot of a lot of difficulties as a child, um, and eventually I became a professional wrestler. And what makes my story unique is the fact that I lost my leg, uh, my entire left leg, to cancer when I was eight years old. Uh, and I went on to become the world's first one-legged professional wrestler, most uh, noted or uh, notably, uh, not sure what I'm looking for, but <laughs> most recognized for my, my run in WWE. 2003, 2004 era, uh, and so uh, so since then I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of public speaking, a lot of motivational speaking, uh, making DVDs, uh, independent wrestling, and uh, now I'm doing DDP yoga. And, and to me, it's all the same, right? Everything just kind of serves as a platform uh, for me to carry a message and to share my story. And, but the stage, the story is the same, the message is the same, uh, the stages are different. Right, so one might be a wrestling ring, uh, one arena might be, you know, doing uh, DVDs, another arena might be DVD yoga, motivational speaking, you name it. But uh, at the end of the day, man, I live a life down my wildest dreams, and uh, I try to carry message of hope to people who need it. Now, obviously, uh, you know, having lost your leg at such a young age has given you a different perspective and an appreciation for everything you go through, and everything you've had to work so hard for. Um, one thing that uh, was notable to me, and as an, just an average fan watching wrestling may not have understood, your run seemed quite short in the WWE, uh, but there were outside forces involved with that, right? Yeah, I, uh, the outside forces was, was, was Vince McMahon fired me, <laughs> who fired me a year into my contract, a year into my three-year contract. Um, no, my it, it it's not. I'm not. I'm. I'm I say that just. The, the fact is that I wasn't emotionally ready to, to handle that gift that was being handed to me at such a young age. I didn't work hard enough uh, to really appreciate what was what was being given to me, you know. Um, and so when when somebody doesn't appreciate something, um, usually uh, some damage is done. And that was the case with me. 
you know, I was uh, I was really immature, and I made some mistakes along the way, and they uh, and it was not for the company they kind of released me, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, so uh, so that ended my run with, with WWE, but that didn't end my story. No, absolutely not. Although, you know what, what I was really getting at there is some of the parallels. You know, we've seen Scott Hall, we've seen Jake Roberts. They've also had to deal with demons that have affected their ability to perform in ring or have that opportunity to perform. It's something that, I don't know if it's the road, the lifestyle, or, you know, just some of the uh, chaos that ensues on the road that seems to uh, have that uh, gravitational pull for so many guys. Sure, and you bring up an interesting point. You know, it's the chicken or the egg argument. What what causes it? Uh, what what causes that kind of destructive lifestyle? What causes someone to uh, to make those choices in their lives and to put uh, you know the partying aspect or the drugs or the drinking or, or whatever it is? What what causes a person to make that a priority? You know, is it is it is it is it, is it wrestling? Uh, or is, or what is it about wrestling that attracts that sort of people? Uh, you know, who's to say? I don't know. Uh, but for me, uh, once WWE released me, uh, I went into a salesman. You know, I lost, I completely lost my identity. I lost my dream job. Um, I lost everything about me that I, that I, that I value. Um, and so I was in desperate need of a solution and I found my solution in drugs and alcohol. And the thing about drugs and alcohol is that they work. They work extremely well. Otherwise, no one would use them, you know. Um, but the problem is once I crossed this threshold and the consequences started mounting, um, I couldn't stop. And I'm, I'm, I'm no dummy. Uh, people would tell me all the time, well, if, if the problem is the drugs and alcohol, why don't you just stop? And I would say to myself, why don't I just stop? So I did stop. I stopped. Many times, stopping wasn't the problem. The problem was, once I stopped, my life got worse. And when my life got worse, I reached the only solution that worked, that was drugs and alcohol. And once I picked those back up again, my life got even worse than before. So if I had stopped, and then once I stopped, my life got worse than that. So I was kind of stuck in this horrible cycle, you know, that I couldn't really get out of, and I was I felt super, super hopeless. Uh, and it wasn't until that I and I became open to some ideas and solutions that worked with other people who were just like me. Uh, then I was able to kind of move towards this path of recovery that I'm on now. Well, and you know what? I think it says absolute volumes about the fact that obviously it wasn't the lifestyle you were after. It wasn't the glitz and glam. It was your true love for wrestling or else you never would have continued to pursue it and gone to the independent circuit, gone to these other platforms that weren't necessarily your dream job. Right. No, and, and that was the problem for the, long, for, for the longest time. I got fired from WWE. And I, I, I was basically a 20-year-old. I, I, was, I was a washed-up 20-year-old. <laughs> And, I, and I'm trying to explain to people, listen, I'm, I haven't even begun to tap into what I'm capable of. My potential is still untapped. My love for wrestling has never concerned. Uh, this is something I've always wanted to do. And whether it's 20 fans or 20,000 fans, I'm still going to give it all. Uh, and I'm still going to put on a hell of a show. And I'm still going to try to uh, 
use wrestling as a platform to carry my message because that's how much I love professional wrestling. Wrestling, they didn't, they didn't just pick me off the street because I had one leg and I could do a backflip off the top rope. Uh, I applied for that job because of my love of professional wrestling. Uh, I got trained by Truth Martin. I was the first student because of my love of professional wrestling. I started out in the independence because of my love of professional wrestling, how much wrestling means. Um, so, of course, I'm always going to be a part of wrestling in some, some way or another because because of how much it needs to be and how much it's woven into the fabric of my existence. Uh, now, now that I'm approaching 32, uh, I'm certainly certainly at the end of my entering career. Uh, not at the end today, but I'm moving towards that direction. There's more years behind me than there are in front of me as far as active entering performer. Um, but I'll always be involved in professional wrestling because it's uh, it's my passion, it's my first love, and it's the one thing. Uh, it's one of the main things in life that I'm passionate about. Uh, but it's uh, but it's, it's a true passion for me. Now, how did you become involved with DDP Yoga? Because you know, obviously, there's the whole wrestling avenue. There's certain guys within the business who have found great success and been able to rehabilitate their bodies. You're in a different scenario. It's not like you're out of shape in any way, shape, or form. But obviously, you found benefits through the program yourself. Now, I, I absolutely, I've been doing VDP yoga for a year, and it's my main source I, I, uh, of, of working out. I also belong to a gym, um, and I lift weights, but not on a regular basis. And my consistency in the gym isn't uh, isn't isn't consistent because I have so many things going on. Because I'm a I'm a stay-at-home dad during the week, or I'm on the road during the week talking to high schools, and middle schools, and on the weekend I'm wrestling. Uh, but I can I can drop down, pop in a DVD anywhere, and bust out you know fat burner or a diamond cutter workout, you know half hour, 45 minutes, get a great sweat, get a great pump, and then go about my day, you know. Um, and, that, and that's what I, that's why I, I love the convenience of DDP yoga. Uh, but also when I started, I realized how terrible my balance was. And this may sound odd because I've been hopping around on one leg for, for 25 years now. And, uh, I'm a professional wrestler and I can balance the top rope and, and do all this flips and all that stuff, you know, which I still do. But, um, that my balance is terrible, my core strength is awful, uh, because of how I stand, even with my prosthetic leg on, uh, I tend to lean on things. You know, uh I, I, I just I, I don't I don't square my, my spine up and I lean on things and so the stabilizers of my knee are are underused. Uh my core is not being engaged even just standing still, you know. And that was made very apparent to me in the first few weeks of trying to do the workout. Where I was like, oh, my God, my leg's not strong. I have zero core strength, and I'm not able to uh, uh, balance too well. Um, and so that, so, so DDP Yoga highlighted that fact for me. And it gave me, uh, now that I identified what the problem was, it gave me a solution to work toward, you know. Um, and so, uh, so I'm super grateful for that. DDP Yoga has uh, uh, completely changed uh, how I uh, how I wrestle has completely changed. Built up myself, and it's really just a wonderful program. I ran into him, and the thing is, if I can do it on one leg, anybody can do it. There are there are no excuses. You know, there are certain uh, movements that I can't do, and I have to modify some things for another. But uh, where there's a will, there's a way, and the, you know, I, I'll figure it out. It's my problem. 
but how I got started is I ran into to PPP and that wrestling show, and um, and I and I I walked up and I wanted to shake his hand, um, and I really wasn't interested in the workouts. But what I was interested in is here's a guy who uh, is making a great living outside of being an active professional wrestler, and to me. I found there, I found a lot of inspiration in that, and I wanted to let him know uh, that I appreciated what he does, what McFoley does, what Colt Devaney do, what, what you know, what those guys do. Uh, and so I approached him and I thanked him, and uh, he's like, "Bro, you got to do the workouts, man." And I'm like, "Ah, all right, that's, that, I mean, sure, why not?" You know. And then he, then he sends me the program, right? And then it sits, uh, it sits, it sits in my basement for a week or two because I'm not. Again, I'm not interested in the program. I have my own workout. You know, I, I do my uh, 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 dual action bike. You know, recumbent bicycle. That's my workout, and uh, and I, I don't have any interest. Uh, you know, it's kind of a serendipitous moment when my when my bike breaks, and I'm left without a way to break a sweat. And so I think, you know, screw it. You know, I'll just pop in a DVD and get a workout in with uh, with my with my buddy Diamond Dallas Page. And, uh, and the rest is history, man. Um, and I, I felt I didn't fall in love with it right away, but I made the commitment. Um, and it took about five or six weeks before I really started to kind of uh, come around to the program and enjoy it. And uh, and and once I crossed that threshold, uh, once the miracle happened, man, it's been it's been game on since, and I I look forward to doing it every single day now. And I understand you've even been uh, running some level one workouts for other people, taking them through the program. And, that's, and I have been, and that's the coolest thing. Is uh, I love if 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 it's uh, of course I want to promote myself and have, have everybody come work out with me. But if you if you do DDP yoga, uh, there is something about doing it in a group that is so much better than doing it in your living room. It's awesome to do it in your living room. But if you have the opportunity to do it in a group, please jump at that opportunity because uh, it's a fun. I didn't. I didn't really have. I, I swear, I didn't have any interest in like in 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 pursuing uh, the training aspect of it, anything like that. I just wanted a good workout and get a good, break a good sweat and keep in shape and keep flexible and all that good stuff. Um, but once we went down to the performance center, me and my partner Gregory Iron. We went down to the Performance Center in August, I think it was, before it opened, and we got a personal workout with DDP, right? And then so uh, it, it was like, it was probably one of the hardest workouts I've ever done, and RVD was there too. It was hilarious. Uh, it was probably one of the hardest workouts I've ever done, but um, but I had so much fun just being in that group setting. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to recreate this. So I got, I got back up to Detroit where I'm from, and uh, I, I applied for the uh, certification uh, uh, a process, and uh, and so now I'm getting my hours in training other guys, man, and it's uh, it's a blast. See, and that's so cool. Uh, where you know somebody who's about the same age as you. I'm a couple years older, so I grew up watching wrestling, seeing you uh, when I was you know just outside of uh, high school, that sort of thing. Watching you in wrestling, and now I'm also doing the certification program. So I know what you mean by that group environment. I was lucky enough to go down when uh, Dallas was being uh, honored at the uh, Cauliflower Alley Club in Vegas this last April and got to do a workshop there. And if anyone hasn't done a workshop, I mean, group workouts are great, but 
not only is it the hardest workout you'll ever do, but it's still the simplest right. workout. He doesn't make it any different than, you know, I'd, I'd compare the difficulty itself to energy or fat burner. It's not like double black diamond or anything. You're not intimidating, but it's still just the energy and the involvement that gets your heart going so much higher than you can ever do in your own living room. And it's it's that intangible that Dallas brings. I don't know if it's his energy or just his personality, but man, it is a tough workout, and I slept like a baby yeah. that night. We probably did the same workout where we didn't do any crazy movements. We weren't doing like black crows and the and the and the jumping dogs and all that kind of stuff. But uh, but we did all basic movements. Uh, but the intensity was high. Uh, the sweat was flowing, and the pumps were. Uh, it was it was something. Yeah, it's it's an amazing uh, program, and that that involvement with the community that surrounds DDP Yoga is what this show is really about. When I started almost three years ago now, everything was centered around that uh, TeamDDPYoga.com website that he had. As soon as people received the program, they were directed to go there, sign up, kind of its own Facebook program. And it's really turned into more than that now uh, with the DDP Yoga app coming out on Black Friday. It's going to be another way for people to yeah. interact. But, I mean, just the Facebook groups and uh, all these different workouts, uh, certified instructors around the world. We're not just talking about uh, Canada and the United States. We're talking about the U.K. and Ireland, everywhere around the world. This program has begun to take off. And, I mean, there was the big boom when Arthur Borman, I'm sure you had seen Arthur's video and whatnot. But everybody still thought, oh, this is a wrestling gimmick because there's a wrestler involved, but it, it's quickly become a very viral movement that regardless of uh, what people have in their minds when they hear the word yoga, you know, it's it's something completely different. Was that something that uh, kind of had you uh, put off initially, that word yoga? The yoga word? No, yeah. I, that, that was so... <laughs> yoga was the... Was the uh, was the uh, the word that attracted me to the program because I, I have a little experience with yoga and I enjoyed it very much. Uh, if if I knew about the uh, the ten second slow burn squats and the twenty second push ups, I may have not popped in that DVD. <laughs> but uh, but at a certain point it hooked me and uh, I'm super grateful for it. No, but the, initially the yoga stuff uh, was attractive to me. See a lot of the guys because of course. It was originally YRG, Yoga right. for Regular Guys, and it was for the guys who'd never get caught dead doing yoga, and it's become so much more. We've got so many women's success stories, men, and you know what? There's a whole new division coming for kids, too. It's going to be just amazing. But let's talk a little bit about your message because, of course, I mean, it's great that you've become involved in the DDP yoga community and your teaching and whatnot, um, and obviously, you know, if people are in the Detroit area, uh, between you and Brian out there, there's so much uh, going on in the Detroit area. That's awesome. But let's talk a little bit about what you're doing these days, the message that you are spreading, because I, from what I could tell, it's basically the same message as when you first were on the scene, that whole acceptance and realizing that, uh, you know, just because you have this visual disability doesn't mean you're any less able to do these yeah, amazing and, things. and that's at the core of it. It really is. My message is: life isn't about what happens to you; it's your choices and how you respond to to what happens to you. 
that's how you have the power to define yourself. Um, and I'm an absolute visual rep- representation of that. And that's the message I carry to kids, right? It's just it's just uh, uh, two hours of stage in front of a thousand kids at a high school, sharing that exact same message, saying, um, you know, we have the power to define who we are. That's the power of choice. It's and it starts right, and it's like, oh, well, that's that seems like a really tall task, you know. Uh, how do I define who I am? How do I manifest my own destiny? Um, and what it what it what it is is it starts very very simple, just like any great idea or any project or anything that's ever changed the world. It starts out as a simple idea, and this is no different, right? It starts out with our attitude. Uh, we have choice in how we carry ourselves, how we think about ourselves, how we act towards other people. What are what is our attitude? If I have a positive attitude, uh, that's going to generate positive thoughts. And if I have positive thoughts, that's going to generate positive action. And if I have positive action, that's going to generate positive consequences in my life. Um, and in that simple way, starting out with just my attitude, I can I can change the world. I can change how I relate to the world. I can change how I see the world. Um, and to me, that's that that message is huge. You know, uh, I, as Scott Hall, I believe, said, uh, or maybe it was Jake, you know, his past isn't his destiny. Um, and today, he has the power of choice. I have the power of choice as well. Um, and I just want to I, I want to let people know, especially young people, that they can access that power of choice just by simply changing their attitude. Uh, and if I can do it, man, anybody can do it. That's for sure. Oh, it's so true. And I mean, positive uh, mindset isn't something that happens overnight either. You know, it's something that I've struggled with where I realized that for whatever reason, I just had sort of a pessimistic outlook on life. Uh, You know, it even stemmed all the way to my self-deprecating sense of humor, right? It's it, it, it. I didn't necessarily mean it, but I'd make fun of myself for a laugh. And just being able to turn that around and it doesn't happen overnight, but just trying to look at the positive. The things that you don't control, heck, you know what? Life's going to throw things at you. Take it in stride and try to move on. You know what? This so much echoes the sentiments uh, that DDP also gives. Um, if So many people, when they first join the program and they go to that team, ddpyoga.com website, they've got uh, Dallas's uh, talk, too, uh, about living life yeah. at 90%. And I, I I identified with that. I've probably watched that four or five times. Anytime I'm starting to feel like, you know what, my head's not in the right place, watch this. I know what he says, but it's just hammering that message home from somebody who's almost disgustingly positive. <laughs> he really right? is. He really is. You know, I, I spent a whole day with him at the, at the performance center, and I, and I was just... You can't help but walk away uh, feeling enthusiastic or or, or just uh, have a positive outlook on the rest of your day after spending any time with DDP. And to me, that's that's what I want to have. I want to be well, how fifty five, sixty years old, whatever it is, with an energy of an eight year old, uh, with the with that, but it, it, with that childlike faith. Right, and that imagination and that curiosity and that uh, uh, determination and uh, willingness to work hard. I want that when I'm 60 years old. I want my own warehouse, 
when I'm 60 years old. I want to be able to have a platform as big as DDP Yoga to share my message uh, when I'm that age. And so so I, I find a personal hero of mine and an inspiration, and I, you know, dare I say a mentor, uh, someone I look up to, and I, and I just hope to. You know, and I think we could, uh, as people, as people, I think we'd be a lot better off um, kind of kind of looking towards these people and instead of saying, oh, well, you know, he only has this because of that or whatever whatever narrative we, we, we put out, you know, we, we kind of concoct in our head, uh, we can say, all right, well, what has worked for him? How has he attained this success? How has he attained this level of happiness? Uh, and what and what can, what can I take from his story and implement that into my life so I can work towards that? Um, I think we'd be better off as a, as a society if we kind of we kind of remove this victim lucha mask, so to speak, um, and look at people who are thriving and saying, "Good for them." Uh, how do I do that? And how do they do it? And how do I implement that in my life? Absolutely. And it's contagious, too. When you do have that amount of positivity around, it's going to rub off on you. So even if it's a matter of changing the people that you surround yourself with, making sure that positivity is there, whether it be simply a recording of Dallas or just simply doing the workouts and having that positive affirmation, you know that it's recorded. You know he's going to say it, but sure, it does rub sure. off on you. Also, I enjoy his uh, his terrible sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I I he makes uh on the DVDs and I'm not afraid to say it. Um but I laugh every time, you know. Uh and and I well I can't wait for the new DVDs because he just uh filmed them. I can't wait for the uh for the app either. But it was so funny doing the workout with him and he and, and he made a few um kind of uh off the wall, you know, DDP esque uh jokes <laughs> while we were working out. <laughs> and I was cracking up there. Uh but you can't help but love it, you know. And I don't want to turn, you know, uh, Dallas into this, like, David Koresh cult-esque uh, figure. Uh, but I, you're simply saying that the man is a, a is an absolute inspiration, and he is what uh, uh, I aspire to be. Um, and uh, and so I, I, I appreciate all the work that he's put in, um, and I appreciate his drive, and I appreciate his positivity, because I think we can all take something from that, you know. Well, I think you're uh, pretty much the perfect ambassador for GDP Yoga, and I can't wait to uh, uh, see that uh, you're fully certified and uh, possibly come do a workout with you sometime. Uh, if people are interested in checking out a workout with you or finding out more about your story and your involvement with uh, speaking with kids and public uh, speaking, that sort of thing, what's the best way for them to find out more information? Uh, the best source of, of of information for me is my website, ZachGowan.com. Um, when you uh, have a question and want to reach out, go to ZachGowan.com and uh, hit the contact key, and then uh, uh, that will go right to my phone, and I'll be able to respond as soon as I possible. And then uh, we'll get a workout in, or I'll, I'll come to your school, or I'll show up at your wrestling show and do a moonsault. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I, I can't wait for our pass to cross down the road. Uh, I'm kind of on the opposite end uh, and the other side of the border, but uh, the nice thing about DDP Yoga and that community is eventually we're all going to converge, whether it be at the Performance Center or elsewhere. It's it's just becoming a smaller and smaller world every day, so I sure appreciate you taking the time and sharing your story today, and uh, yeah, definitely look forward to catching up down the road. 
Absolutely, Ross. Really nice to uh, to meet you in Mexico at the PDP Yoga Retreat on the beach, man. That's, that was good. Yeah, buddy. Now we're talking. Yeah, well, you know what? You're in Michigan. I'm in uh, Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, south of Calgary. So similar weather. Yeah, Mexico's sounding pretty good right about now. Amen, dude. And that's it for another week. Keep up to date on all the interviews and episodes by going to the website. It's RossRaymond.com. And make sure you keep your eyes peeled. We're going to try to relaunch that with a whole new facelift coming up. You can also contact me directly through there or our Facebook page. Just look for the Team DDP Yoga Experience. And, of course, you can connect via Twitter. It's at Ross Raymond. And I'll see you again next Friday for another Team DDP Yoga Experience. If you have comments or questions about this show, feel free to contact us by visiting RossRaymond.com. There you can contact us via email, Twitter, or leave us a Skype voice comment 24 hours a day. You can even order your own DDP Yoga package and check out previous episodes of the show. That's www.RossRaymond.com. This has been a Raymond Digital Production.